Tehilim Lamed, Mizmor Shir Chanukat Habayit LeDavid. In this Mizmor, I will share many of the ideas of Rabbi Hanan Samet. So this Mizmor is a Mizmor of Hoda'ah, Thanksgiving. It contains all the elements that we expect to see in a Mizmor of Thanksgiving. We have a description of some kind of tzara, a return to Hashem for salvation, a description of how Hashem answered, and then the expression of thanks to Hashem for hearing and saving him. Not necessarily in that order, but those four elements are to be found in all Mizmore Hoda. Now we do also see these elements in Mizmorim of Bakasha, but the difference between the two is the point of origin of the tefillah. A Bakasha is usually said during the time of the tzara, it will open with some kind of plea of like calling out to Hashem, Hashem Arabu Tzarai, for example, and then they'll contain praise to Hashem as part of a tefillah or as the confidence that he will be saved. In a Mizmor of thanks, however, the thanks is said after the salvation has already occurred. Therefore, in general, the thanks will be much stronger. And we see that really the perspective of the Mizmorim differ. A Mizmor of Hoda'ah opens with language of praise immediately. For example, it, it could open with Asapera or here Aromi Mecha. And that would be the Mizmor of Hoda. Our Mizmor has three sections, uh, which are really two plus a closing. In the first section, Pesukim Bet Tevav, there is the praise to Hashem. In the second, Zayin Teyod Aleph, we'll hear the request that was made during the time of the Tzara. And then the Mizmor will close in the last two Pesukim and again bring in elements of praise. As in most Mizmorim, there's no clear identification of this Sarah with any time or place. And we'll see that although our Mizmor contains two sections, these sections include many similarities in language, and that supports the view that we're talking here about one distinct event where there was a stress and a response to it. We'll also see elements of Teshuvah in our Mizmor, and we'll see that the Tzara that the Mishorer went through was one that was transformative and one that motivates him on a daily basis to give praise to Hashem. Pasuk Aleph, Mizmor Shir Chanukat Habayit LeDavid. So it sounds like the Ketovet in this Mizmor perhaps was separated, where we have Mizmor, then a song for the dedication of the house of the Mikdash, and then LeDavid. So perhaps Mizmor and LeDavid are one Ketovet or two that were separated with the Shir in the middle. Pasuk Bet, I shall exalt you, Hashem, meaning I will tell of your loftiness, I will praise you. This is language of thanks. For you drew me up, and you gave no joy to my enemies. This word, that opens the Mizmor, announces the Mizmor as one of thanksgiving. And we see a double language with the Rom and Dala in the opening two parts of the opening part of the Pasuk, um, both referring to elevating. So Dala is a word that we see a couple of other times in Tanakh, but whenever it's used, it has a very clear image associated to it, one of drawing up water. In armies more, however, the Dala here does not have any object really that it's, that it's modifying. We're not referencing any object. And when the water image is missing, this makes us wonder about the meaning of the word. So when we have a metaphor that is always expressed in one specific way. For example, here, the metaphor of drawing up water, but part of the metaphor is missing. We have to think about what the meaning of that metaphor is. So 
taking a step back and looking at the words, first the word rom would generally be to lift something up from the ground up, whereas dala has a stronger kind of connotation of being raised up from below ground or the depths up higher. We also see the emphasis of dilitani, some kind of very strong extraction, and the fact that it's used in Lashon Piel. This is the only place in the Tanakh that it's used in Lashon Piel. So we have some kind of indication of force. So we can understand that the Mishorer raised, that, sorry, Hashem raised up the Mishorer from depths. As we'll see later, he was in danger of dying. We'll see that in Pasuk Dalid. However, this still doesn't go perfectly with the metaphor of water. For water, when we draw water up, we're not trying to save the water or get it out of the well so that it can live. Rather, water is drawn so that it can give life to others. And as we continue, we'll see that the Mishra really views his salvation as one that gave him life. Not just in the literal sense of he was about to die and now he lived, but Hashem saving him gave him a new meaning and perspective on life. Pasuk Gimel. Hashem, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me or you repaired me. So we have here this Hashem Elokai. This connotes some kind of great happiness. Hashem Elokai, Hashem, you are my God. Perhaps I recognize now that you are my God because of this salvation. And the Tirpa'ini does not have to literally be a sickness, but rather it could be Hashem fixing his situation in life. Um... Rashi also says that this can mean some kind of forgiveness from sin. So he's repaired from his state of Sarah. And again, he's so happy, he calls out to Hashem again. Pasuk Dalet, Adonai helita min she'on nafshi, chiyetani miyoridei bor. Hashem, you brought me up from Sheol. You gave, life, you gave me life from those going down to the pit. So the bor can be parallel to the Sheol where it seems that the Mishorer was saved from being killed. But the board also, again, brings us back to that image of the drawing water from the well that we saw in Pasuk Bet. Now, after being saved, and express, sorry, after expressing his thanks for being saved, the Mishorer seems to be turning to those around him. Pasuk He. Zameru l'adonai chasidav v'hodu l'zecher kocho. Sing to Hashem those who follow him and give praise to his holy name. So, in his thanks, the Mishra is also encouraging others. Who is he encouraging? Those who follow Hashem. Praise him. And why should we give praise? Give praise because, Pasuk Vav, Ki rega be'apo, chayim birtsono, but a moment in his wrath, life in his pleasure. The Mishra is showing Hashem's anger his punishment, or perhaps my experience in, in this Sarah, was for a minute. And that anger can come fast, but in reality, God wishes to save and give life. It's, it's his will to give life, really, forever. This continues in the second half of the, of the Pasuk as well. Ba'erev yalin bechi, v'laboker rina. In the evening, one sleeps in crying, but in the morning, joy. So we see God's anger is so short-lived that it can change overnight. However, as we enter the next section, we'll see that this clarity that the Mishorer has, that God's anger is fleeting, and that God is the one who can turn crying into joy, he did not always realize this.
פסוק ז' ואני אמרתי בשלווי בל אמות לעולם But I said in my tranquility, I will not stumble forever. So with this va'ani, and we've seen this many other times in our Mizmorim that we've studied together, this va'ani, we hear a change in tone. This is bringing us to the second section of the Mizmor. And the Mishorer seems to be saying, I used to think that I was invincible. And perhaps he's also saying, or we'll see he is saying, I attributed my invincibility to myself. Now, when did he feel this confidence? He felt it before this Sarah. Before this Sarah, his success and his peace were the status quo. He didn't attribute them to Hashem. This Pasuk, though, and the rest of the section, we'll hear from the language, seem to have been said during the Tzara itself as some sort of Cheshbon HaNefesh and the Mishorer, evaluating his life and the source of his success. The language of the, of the Pesukim and the tense that they were in, in seems to be a quote of what was said during the time of distress. So we're kind of going back in time to the tzara. In contrast, the really effusive praise that we saw in the first section was clearly said from the perspective of one who was saved, and it was said after that salvation seemed to have happened, reflecting back on, on the salvation. The fact that the Mishorer seems to be Reliving the experience of his Sarah in this section is a unique feature of our Mizmor. The Tara is not really is is not merely mentioned in light of the salvation. Rather, it's mentioned in a way that we feel as though we are reliving it itself. And we'll see that the this experience is so important to the Mishorer, because as we will see, it began his process of Teshuvah, thereby changing his entire perspective on life, a change that will impact him on his daily basis. Because of the way that the Mishorer describes his Sarah, we see that this Sarah was really viewed by him as something that had a clear purpose. Pasuk Chet Adonai birtoncha he'emadeta lehareri oz Hashem, and this is in contrast to this Va'ani, right in the previous Pasuk we saw Va'ani, I thought all of my goodness would last forever, I attributed it to myself, but now I realize, Hashem, it was in your desire, you made me stand my mountain of strength, perhaps the implication of, the, of these words is that you made me mountain strong, it was you who gave me all this strength and all this good in my life, and then the opposite of that, in contrast, histarta fanecha hayiti nifal, when you hid your face, I was stricken. The Mishorer, it seems, has had a wake-up call, and he realized Hashem has been the cause of all his success. When Hashem hid his face, the Mishorer was nifal. But he now realizes that, in fact, perhaps in his life it was he who had hidden his face from Hashem, attributing his success and his shalva to himself. Pasuk Tet, Elecha Adonai Ekra, to you, Hashem, I call, and to Hashem, I plea. Now I realize that I depend on God, I will call to Him. And here we have this language, Hashem Ekra, I am calling to God. It sounds like here we see the Mishorer is reliving the experience, quoting the tefillah that he made during his time of Sarah. And then as he calls out to God, he continues and says, Pasuk Yod, Mabetza bedami, Berideti al What profit is there in my blood, in my going down to the underworld? 
Now I realize that my life depends on you and I'll praise you. So why kill me when I won't be able to praise you? Keep me alive so that I may live to sing your praises. Continuing. Will thus praise you? Will it tell will it tell your truth? So keep me alive. And the actions of God and man's dependence on Hashem are now viewed by the Mishraz Emet as the truth. He wasn't seeing life through the lens of truth before, but now he does. Pasuk Yud Aleph. Shema Adonai Bechoneini. Adonai Heye Ozer Li. Hear me, Hashem, and have mercy on me. Hashem, be a help to me. So after he makes his realization, he now turns to Hashem and says, Help me, save me from this distressing situation, which he obviously was saved from, based on the praise that we hear. And what we saw in this second section was a true teshuvah with all of its classical elements. There was the recognition and the vidui of the sin with Ve'ani Amarti B'Shalvi. And then we see the commitment to change his life going forward. Where he says, Hashem Ekra, I will call out to you from now on. I will no longer hide my face from you. Rather, I will live my life recognizing that you are the driving force in it and giving you, pra- giving you praise. And after recounting the distress the distressful time that he went through, the Mishraer now closes, bringing us back to themes of praise. Once again, we'll go back to that post-distress perspective. Pasuk Hafachta li, pitachta saki, simcha. You turned my eulogy into a dance for me. You undid my sackcloth and bound me or clothed me with happiness. The Misped seems to be connected with some kind of shaking of mourning, and that shaking was turned into a joyous dance. And then this image is continued in the second half of the Pasuk, where the mourning clothes, the sack, are replaced with clothes of happiness or a feeling of happiness. Pasuk Yod Gimel. Lema'an yizamercha chavod velo yidom, Adonai Elohai leolam odeka. Let my heart hymn you and not be still. The kavod here could be a reference to the Mishorer, so let me praise you. Hashem Elokai Le'olam Odeka, Hashem, my God, for all time, I praise you. This Le'olam Odeka is the opposite and the tikkun of the Bal Emot Le'olam. Instead of feeling that I will be invincible forever, the Mishorer now says, I will praise you, Hashem, forever. And the closing, this closing section parallels the first section of the Mizmor, both of which dealt with praise. The question to ask, though, is, is this just a bookend, the structure that we've seen many times before, where the opening and closing are similar, or is there a unique difference to this closing section? So we'll see, we can see that Pasuk Bet shares the same ideas as the opening of the Hoda'ah, Pisukim Bet Tadalid. Those Pisukim describe the removals of the stressor, and we see that the enemies are not happy. So we have the simcha in both places. However, in Pasuk Bet, the lo simachta refers to the enemies, while in Pasuk Yud Bet, the simcha is v'te'azereni simcha. The mishorer is being described as being in a state of machol and simcha. And there's an amplification of the praise above what we heard of in the opening, in the opening section. So in the opening, we heard... Hashem drew me up, and my enemies my enemies couldn't be happy. But now here we see, oh look, I am completely happy. 
And we'll see, we see a similar amplification in Pasuk Yod Gimel. And Pasuk Yod Gimel compares to Pesukim He and Vav. In Pasuk, Vav, in Pasuk He, the Chasidah, who are perhaps a small group of people listening into the Mishorer, they'll sing praise to the Mishorer. In Pasuk Yud Gimel, though, it's Leman Yizamelcha Chavod. Here we have Chavod, any person with a nefesh will be praising Hashem, and this praise is Leolam. Until now, we've seen the praise be in direct response to the salvation. Here, however, we, ha- we hear the Mishorer directly saying that he will praise Hashem, and this praise is a commitment that, Mish- that the Mishorer has, Le'olam Odeka. He will eternally praise Hashem. And in this Pasuk, we also ha- have the first time that the Lehodot, that the praise is said in reference only to the Mishorer. So this is really the pinnacle of his thanks. And we see that the closing of the Mizmor brings us to its highest point and the highest level of praise. And with these ideas in mind, the idea of having a really strong sense of praise to God and having that praise and that thanks rooted in the understanding that everything in our life depends on God and stems from God's will, that makes this really a beautiful, perfect Mizmor with which we open the Pesukei Tizimra every day, the Mizmorim in which we praise and thank Hashem. As this is the last Mizmor that I will be learning and recording with you, I want to thank everybody who allowed me to teach them and allowed me to learn with you. And I really want to give tremendous hakarata tov to Jesse Salem for having such a great vision of a program that can unite people through the study of Tanakh. We have all learned tremendously in your credit, and thank you as well to all the people who work with Jesse to put together the recordings, email us to remind us, and thank you again for being Mizakeh Rabim in Talmud Torah.